the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It is just past 4. And you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Thank you for tuning in. Had a pretty good day going today. Some sun, some clouds. More of that over the next few hours. 83 the high. Low of 64 tonight. Tomorrow, pretty much the same as today. Some sun and clouds. A bit warmer. Up to 90. Phil's lost 7-2 to Atlanta last night. Corey Dickerson and Cesar Hernandez each with a home run. Their 10th on the year. I also noticed, Joe, that I think they have the same amount of letters in their name. It was a lot of symmetry. It's a, I mean, when you lose seven to two, you have to look for the silver lining. So Corey has, <laughs> right. Corey has five letters. Cesar has five letters. Dickerson is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Hernandez is one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Five in the first, nine in the second. Saber, uh, Sabermatics people are going to just love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so anyhow, they'll try and like win tonight instead of think about who hit their 10th home run and has the same letters in their name quantity wise. Three games out of the wild card. Your Cubbies are up there, Joe, and Washington. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Milwaukee and Arizona are in the mix as well. 19 games to go. We'll see if they can pull it off. Football last night. I'm in, Actually, I went to the game. I'm in the Braves locker room, and you really can't interview anybody when all the players are watching the football game. They literally were all standing around watching to see <laughs> That's great. if New Orleans was going to make the kick because New Orleans was down twenty eight to twenty seven. Yeah, and they were going to have a kick to see if the, you know. If, and the kicker it was his it was his longest field goal ever, the attempt fifty eight yards, and he nailed it. And it's funny watching professional athletes watch other professional athletes. Really, like there's a level of respect. Like what's that? You know, kind of like oh that guy's pretty good. You know, it's kind of cool to watch and see. I've seen that happen a couple other times when there's a critical moment going on. So then. We waited for them to them get to talk to a couple of the players about a couple of things. But anyway, New Orleans won last night. Oakland won last night as well. And uh, today, as we shift gears, Joe, you doing all right? I'm doing really well. I'm really – I can't even, I can't complain. Well, I can complain. Yeah, but I really wouldn't <laughs> really? listen to that. Right. Yeah, I'm not really interested. I mean, I am, You but know, I, I was on the air today with the whole side of my face numb. Why? And I was trying to – well, I saw a dentist at 8 this morning. Oh, it's kind of time to trying to read, you know, Minister of the Month. One of those deals. <laughs> he was, he was pretty fascinating. That's pretty funny. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you found a new, new thing. Yeah, spokesman for dentists. <laughs> well, you know, today we're excited because you've been hearing about the Deeper Faith Alaska cruise. Oh yes, that Salem, uh, our media group, our parent company, is you know been been putting out there going to be uh, listeners from all over the country going on this. This is next summer. Some great performers there, too. Yes. Well, and it, this is the kind of trip you have to plan for from now. You want to save up for it. Alistair Begg, who comes up at 5 o'clock today, is going to be on the uh, cruise. And uh, Laura Story is going to be there as well. And our guest uh, coming up here in just a second, Michael O'Brien, is also going to be on that cruise. 
Yes, I know. Aren't I you, know. Michael? Yeah. I am. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? Man, I'm blessed. Well, good. Then we, we're glad you can join us. You know, not that we wouldn't if you weren't, but it's nice to, you know, <laughs> all ships rise well, with the hey, tide. It's always, it's always good to help people know about a great uh, cruise with Alistair Begg. I'm a huge Alistair fan. I've actually sung him church a couple of times, and he's just a dear brother in the Lord, and I love I love everything about him. His wife, Susan, just the, their whole ministry is just uh, Heidi and I, my wife, we, we listen to him all the time. That's great. Well, and have you been on one of these cruises before, or, or a cruise just for fun on your own? <laughs> yeah, I've uh, believe it or not, I've had a cruise every year since 2001. So what? It, <laughs> it's the last five years I've gone to the, this Alaska cruise, but I've never gone with Alistair. And my wife is not much of a cruiser herself, but when she found out that Alistair is going to be on this cruise, she decided she's going to start cruising again. So. That's funny. Well, so you're a seasoned veteran. <laughs> well, I don't know if I could say that. I, I enjoy cruising. Um, I love, you know, Alaska's beautiful. So I I don't think you ever get tired of just seeing the beauty of the Lord um, in his creation. Yeah. But an expert would be somebody who goes to all the ports and knows all the places to go. I I don't think I've ever left the ship but maybe once. Oh, so you're no. like going and just looking from afar <laughs> and keep and yeah. keeping your feet up. Okay. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> that does seem rather lazy. Like, you know, you're right there. Like, nah, yeah. that's too much work to actually walk down the thing to get to the, uh, to, to land. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it when you get back. On that one. <laughs> yeah, what's that? I said I believe the fifth on that yeah. one. Yeah. Well, it's great to have you on, and it does sound that that's really cool that you do know a lot. I mean, it's, you know, obviously have experienced it, and we're excited for our listeners to be able to take advantage of this. And obviously, it does cost something to, to be able to go, so that's why we want to talk about it a year out. It's a part mm. of next summer, and people can plan, and, and you need time to plan because it's it's one of those deals you want to make sure you have enough time, vacation time saved up, and, and whatever. So, oh, um, sure. yeah. Sure. Well, we want to take a quick break. If you can hang on for a second, we want to come back and chat sure. about your music and also maybe chat about the cruise. And, and, you know, you've been on these before, so perhaps you can share a little bit about how you tend to operate on these cruises and, and how they work. And, <laughs> and, uh, and then we okay. certainly want to talk you know, about your music and your ministry and everything. So uh, hang on for That's that. Good. Very good. Michael O'Brien's our guest. He's also the former lead singer of New Song, and uh, he's going to be on this Deeper Faith Alaska cruise next summer. It's happening here. Uh, more conversation with him. And we have some giveaways to do this hour as well on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. This is one of many songs our guest uh, has done over the years. Something's going to turn me around. Oh, my word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's listen, shall we? Let's give it a little spin for a second. Yeah. I've been reading about Peter and Paul, and I just shake my hands now. They were willing just to sacrifice it all and walk every long day. Something tells me if I'm a really good believer, I got to give up all my heart and soul. I've 
WFAL, WFAL.com. It's nothing's going to turn me around. Just a little snippet, a little sample. Michael <laughs> O'Brien, our guest. Yeah, so you're like, oh, wow. That's like, well, that. how long ago was that? 20 years ago? 20 plus? Uh, 1995. Whoa. All right, then. Be 24 years ago. We'll give the song a plaque next year when it's 25 years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, that tells you how long I've been doing the radio thing because I remember playing yeah. that song, you know, when oh, it was word. first released. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's impressive. Well, we have a bunch of those songs flying around, just so you know. We may surprise oh, you <laughs> with another one or two. But, uh, but talk about a little about 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 the music over the years because you have done solo work. You're part of, I think, the Heritage Singers' new song, and yeah. styles have changed over time. So, just get, for folks who may not have heard of your music much, or they they heard of one part of your music. Share a little bit about how you got into it and, and kind of the path that's unfolded. Well, I guess in 1994 is when it started. Well, I, I, well, I have to go back further. 90, 1988 was the Heritage Singers. Then I moved to Nashville. 2004 was a uh, piano player for Twilight Paris. And, uh, yeah. and so I did that for a year. And then I signed a record deal with Benson, did three records with them which was where that first song you just played came from. Okay. In 1999, I joined a group new song. Wesley had left the group, and I kind of took his place. And yeah. So I did that for about seven years. I was all the way through the Christmas Shoes, and we did a worship project called Rescue. But then about 2006, I realized that I was missing my family. I was on the road a lot, about 250 days out of a year, and just wasn't conducive for a spiritually healthy family. Yeah. And I... You know, I kind of walked away at, at their pinnacle. They were, you know, doing the winter jams and multi thousands of people, and um, and I just went home and coached my my son's baseball team, their little league, and uh, uh, you know, started doing about half of what I was doing uh, with with new song, and uh, it was it was a great move. Um, and then the Lord just kind of opened doors for me to minister in churches and conferences and. Um, different things over the years. I've been doing it since, you know, it's been 13 years now. Uh, I book myself, I manage myself, I've really kind of gotten over myself, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, just all the the chaos of trying to sell CDs and, and keep record deals and um, nothing against that. You know, there are a lot of people that are still doing that. It, it just, you know, I'm 55 and um, basically the local church has been the ones that, you know, that have supported me all these years. So I'm just grateful to give back. And, and I'm basically doing, you know, hymns and, um, you know, more, more modern day hymns, but I also do some of the more contemporary stuff. But uh, my wife and I do a marriage conference. Um, I do women's conferences, which is a little strange, but uh, <laughs> I lead worship in those things. Yeah. And then for the most part, I'm going off and I work at the Cove a lot with the Billy Graham Training Center, and I do a lot of their seminars. So, you know, it's just a, a corporate, you know, just a lot of things together. Uh, that the Lord has just allowed me to do. This is my 25th year of uh, full-time ministry. Wow. Michael O'Brien's our guest. He's uh, one of the musical guests next summer, Lord willing. I always say, I guess it's in the book of James, it talks about don't get too far ahead of yourself. And don't, I'm right. I like it. I like it, Tim. Good job. <laughs> so don't, don't boast or brag about what's it to come. But Lord willing, next summer, along with Laura Story and Alistair Begg, who's coming up at 5 o'clock today and every day, also weekday mornings as well, uh, for this uh, deeper faith Alaska cruise, so we wanted to have mm -hmm. you on just to chat about that a little bit and give folks contests. Yeah. So you did a great job, kind of capturing twenty five years there in just a couple of minutes. Uh, so you probably <laughs> did, probably had to do that before a couple of times. Uh, one of the the things you mentioned in there, the the time with new song and the Christmas shoes, which is obviously a, a huge song. 
And yet, you said within a few years after that, maybe four or five years, you had walked away from New Song when they were still going strong and even ascending. That Winter Jam uh, tour you referenced, some folks may be certainly aware. I guess New Song kind of owned it, branded it, and went out and did this like 10 bucks for 10 bands, or is it kind of a concept that they, they, is it still going on even now? Each January? Yeah, I think it is. It is. Um, it's been going on since I left, and it was going really strong, and they've you know expanded to a lot of different markets. Yeah. And I started with them. It was back, they called it the January Jam, because it was only in January, and then it expanded to Winter Jam, which is you know over the winter, uh, right. from January to February, March. And, uh, but I was, uh, the, of course, the lead singer, but I was also the, the evangelist. You know, I'd share my testimony about how God had delivered me from drugs and alcohol. And uh, so that, that played a big part in, in what I did when I was with them was I shared a lot. So um, it was interesting when I left, I, most everybody didn't understand and I couldn't really explain it all. There's a lot of hidden things that I, that people didn't know about. Um, but you know, when you come clean with all that stuff, the Lord has a way of uh, redeeming and, and bringing the healing. Um, Sometimes it takes a lot of work to get to that place, but um, the Lord has been so good and faithful to us. I'm so grateful to still be able to do music for His glory. I, you know, Alistair told me once, um, he says, you know, God has chosen the things that you would never glory in for His glory, hmm. and and that tr- certainly is true with, with my life. We had, uh, we had folks just tuning in, it's uh, Michael O'Brien on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, meant um, Speaking of Alistair Begg, of course, a big part of the upcoming Deeper Faith Alaska cruise. We had him on, I guess it was back in March. He had a new book, Pray Big, uh, that he had yeah. just written, right? So very conversational. I, I, you, get the, you get the vibe of that. If you just listen to his program at 5 o'clock coming up here, you'll, you, you'll get that sense where he, he takes God seriously, uh, not, mm. but not himself so seriously, like you said earlier. Right. Getting over yourself, okay? So, so uh, And I found <laughs> that to be true in the interview. He was, very, he was charming, but it wasn't about him. It was just... Very genuine, everyday speak, and uh, you can yeah. tell because he loves the Lord clearly, but he also knows how to speak, you know, just everyday language with everybody. And yeah, so and of course he has that, you know, that Scottish accent that makes everything more powerful. Yeah, it's not fair, is it? <laughs> I mean, really, I can't talk that way, and, and people just look probably get interested because of the accent. He could be saying nonsense. And I don't know. That's I'm brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> well, so have you have you done a cruise with him before, though? You, you said you have not been on a cruise with him, per se. No, been... no, this is the first time I've ever been on a cruise with him. Okay. And, uh, and of course, I've worked with Laura Story uh, doing women's conferences. She does a lot of work with uh, Jennifer Rothschild, who's a Bible teacher. Okay. And I do a lot of her conferences, and, and Laura will be there as well. So she's a phenomenal talent and obviously written some amazing songs. And she's also a great communicator, I you know, she could probably do her own cruise and speak and, and play. Hmm. So it's it's exciting to have her along as well. Do you take that role? Uh, you know, you mentioned doing that when you were with New Song. Uh, so on the, on the cruise, you would anticipate doing uh, whatever role that she'll be serving in, uh, including some conversation as opposed to making it mostly about the music. Maybe it's music, but yeah. also sharing and, and just chatting with people. I think they're going to allow me to do some kind of a mini concert or something where, you know, I, I'll def- definitely be able to, to share more. Um, of course, music is obviously involved in that process, but yeah, um, yeah, I'll be able to share more from the heart and, and what the Lord has done over the last few years. 
Over the years, your styles have changed. You've had a record come out about 10, 12 years ago. I want to actually play a short song from Do You Have do you have Time? We have a quick break, and I want to play a quick, quick yeah. song for people. And then sure. maybe we could uh, talk about that album. And maybe you, you dabbled about your testimony there, just touched on it for a second. Maybe you could share a little bit about that before we, we let you get back to your okay. day. Is that good for you? Okay, short break. Michael O'Brien is joining us here. He's a singer-songwriter. MichaelO.org, by the way, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, the letter O as in O'Brien, .org, where you can find out more about his music and uh, a lot of other things, too. I want to chat with him about one of the albums he did coming up in a moment. He's part of the Deeper Faith Alaska cruise that our parent company, Salem Media Group, is having next summer, along with Laura Story and Alistair Begg. Uh, as part of that from Truth For Life. We'll come back and continue our conversation with Michael O'Brien. We have some giveaways to do as well before the hour's through. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560, WFIL and WFIL.com. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560, WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. Hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. But that trick never worked. This time for sure. Presto! Well, I'm getting close. And now it's time for another special feature. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL. Never care much for espresso. Comes on a little bit too strong. Man, don't give me decaf. Come on, don't make me laugh. Tati, you mean my love fat latte. You mean my love fat latte. AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com. On a song that's right there with the spirituality of the Christmas shoes. <laughs> <laughs> And well, we, what was the other one? We held you to the cross. That was another one, and and then you oh, have yeah. the low fat latte song. Low so. fat latte. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a toss it's up. You know, <laughs> some people are very serious about their their latte. I know, I know. Yeah. I, well, I I also know that some people, some a lot of times, they'll ask an artist when you wrote a song, you know, what was it about or where it came from, and some artists really have a very specific. They like this is why I wrote it. This is what I hope people get from it. But a lot of artists I talk to will say. Well, this is where it came from, but I hope people, you know, it's going to apply differently to different people. So however they want to take it, let right. them take it. So the Lo-Fi right. Latte song for Joe and I, because we have coffee pretty much every single day when we're doing the show. It's yeah. a very meaningful song. I was tearing up earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's dabbing yeah. his eyes right now. <laughs> yeah. So, But that's a fun album. Was it called Something About Us? Is that right? If I remember right? Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's an album that I actually dedicated to my wife of we've been married now 30 years at the time we were married i think 16 years wow um and yeah it was one of those things where when i left nissan there's i mean it's obviously a story behind it but I, we don't have time to get into it all the way in but i can tell you that Heidi and i had almost divorced in 2001 hmm. um i had some dark deep deep secrets and uh things that i was not sharing our you know she was in manic depression bipolar uh, we had four kids. She was trying to raise the four kids on her own, pretty much. Me being gone 250 days out of a year, you know, you do the math. Yeah. And uh, and my two favorite words, but God, you know, he out of his great mercy and love, you know, he first has to shine the light on the sin so you can reveal it, and then you have to, you know, it, it you know, either you're going to break your heart or you're going to you're going to just 
turned stone cold towards it. And uh, it broke my heart. And literally, God began the healing process and really saved. So I'm going to boast, I'm going to boast in the Lord. He saved our marriage. And, uh, and in 2004, she was listening to Rod Stewart sing those classics, you know, the Nat King Cole kind of style. Yeah. And I got inspired, a little jealous, because I don't like Rod Stewart singing love songs to my wife. And, uh, <laughs> right. So I wrote one, and she loved it. So I wrote another one, and I dedicated a whole project to her. Now, the Low Fat Latte, obviously, is not about Heidi, uh, but yeah. she does love coffee as, as well. Well, that, and, so uh, It could have been a nickname for her. You're my Low Fat Latte. <laughs> 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 like so if, if you have That's to come funny. up with a story, maybe. <laughs> but Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Well, oh, so anyway, God has done some amazing things through that. Amen. Amen. Well, I, maybe you mentioned your wife. I, I know that on your site you have a, a book that she's written uh, that kind of talks a little bit about what you were sharing there. Uh, called, I guess it's called Blankets, yeah. Tea, and Crazy People. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wrote the book. Yeah. So, yeah. I recommend it for anybody who hey, knows somebody who's got bipolar or somebody who's struggling with bipolar. It's a short read. Um, it's kind of the juxtaposition of her dark uh, – her dark entries into her journal, and then something that uh, the Lord said in the Bible, Philippians chapter, I think it's either three or four, it says, you know, put our minds on things that are holy, lovely, you know, quit putting it on everything else and putting it on those kinds of things. And that's what she was doing with this book. Hmm. That's good. Yeah, I, I, I read she had, she had mentioned how there's, you know, therapy and medication and stuff like that, but and ultimately above all of that, really crediting the Lord with being able to, yeah. to bring her through. So she's been drug free for wow, 16 years. That's great. And by the way, uh, for those just tuning in, we're chatting with Michael O'Brien, solo artist, also a lead singer of new song for many years, including during the, the Christmas shoes era. Um, but also, uh, uh, going to be on this cruise next summer with Alistair Begg and Laura story, the deeper faith, Alaska cruise. You really raised the bar. Cause you said you were married 16 years when you wrote, the uh that whole album of like standard classics so i mean i've been married for we just had our 23rd anniversary and i've never written a song for my wife let alone an album (laughs) let alone another style so thanks a lot have a nice day see you bye it's not required (laughs) as you can don't worry about it buddy (laughs) i'll just lip sync and say honey i have something for you yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, share if you would first. first oh, by the way, 432 on the uh, Tim DeMoss show. A forecast looks nice. 83 the high the rest of the day. Some sun and clouds both today uh, wrapping up. And tomorrow, high up to 90. A little warmer tomorrow. Phil's lost mm-hmm. 7-2 to Atlanta. They're home again tonight, 7-0-5. And uh, New Orleans over Houston, 30-28 to in uh, football last night. In the first game in Oakland over Denver, 24-16 in the second game. Uh, did you do you have a, do you root for a team? Uh, where and where are you these days? Are you in the national? Well, I'm, in, or? I'm in the Tennessee Titan area. Okay, is, I'm a huge Titan fan. Okay, uh, we had a, we had a good game yesterday, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I I, I, I took out the Cleveland what, Browns. Yeah. Oh right. Was that that's right? The much hyped Cleveland Browns. I read about that. Yeah. How they were supposed yeah. to smoke everybody. I think one of the players on the Titans was it like fifty nine yeah. to thirteen? I would say it was crazier. It's forty something. The they won by a lot. Three to thirteen to be exact. Yeah. 15. I don't want to. I don't want to brag or anything. Who's counting? I mean, there's that number thirty again. Forty three thirteen. You're married thirty years. It must have yep. been meant to be. Yes. So, so tell us for a second, just if you would, uh, you know, you yes. mentioned about your testimony, uh, just uh, you know, how you came to the Lord in the first place, and uh, sure. what people are in store for as they come to the cruise next summer, and a chance to yeah. hear you, the music, but also hear your heart, which you've already done nicely today as we've been chatting. 
Well, I've done, you know, I've worked in the bar business for six years uh, out of college and Mm -hmm. was in that world down in Miami, Florida. I had moved to Lafayette, Louisiana to get out of the drug scene that I was there and and I moved to Miami and obviously realized how ridiculous that that move was. But I didn't know the Lord at the time and I had, had no clue as to what it was to walk with Christ. So at the age of 23, came to the, really the end of my life because I nearly lost my life a couple of times doing drugs and drunk driving, and um, mm. and the Lord just got a hold of me, man. It was it was like there was a church down the street from where I was living called Wayside Baptist Church. I went to the church on a Sunday night service. I surrendered my heart to Christ. The guy the next day told me I needed to quit my job as a bar manager of a place called Cafe Flamingo. I remember thinking, I can't do that. That's how I make my living. And then shortly after that experience, I got fired. And I figured it was God who fired me because I didn't have the courage to do it myself. I didn't do anything wrong. And he just let me go. Wow. And, and the next thing you know, I'm in the Heritage Singers singing about Christ and sharing a little bit of that. I didn't even know what a testimony was, honestly, I, and or a call. I mean, I was doing altar calls. I, I was so not prepared for it all. Um, and I was so young in the Lord. But through that process, I've, I learned a lot of things, and uh, I think it just was preparing me for uh, when I was with New Song, and now, even now, um, just being a, you know, a musician is a leader. You can't, you can't get away from that. You have a platform. God has given you a platform, and you have a responsibility to, number one, know the Word of God. And, you know, there are a lot of people that don't take that seriously, and I'm not trying to throw other artists under the bus. I'm just saying it's a reality is that people say my music speaks for itself. Well, no, there's a lot more attached to than just your music. So I've, I've learned through the years, just uh, quite honestly, Philippians chapter two, where it says our attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, yeah. who being in very nature, God did not, you know, that whole, that whole scripture right there is, is something I try to model when I go into a church, not, not to demand, but to say, hey, hey, I'm here to serve. How can I, how can I serve you guys? And, and you know, I don't walk it perfectly, Tim, but I will tell you, uh, it, it's been an eye-opening experience being an artist because you have to come daily, uh, die daily to yourself. You know, we all have a little bit of an ego uh, <laughs> as artists, yeah. and uh, it's a very humbling thing when you submit yourself to the Holy Spirit. And um, so I'm just, I'm like I said, I'm a work in progress. But I'm very grateful for the platform that God has given me. And you know, I'm not singing in front of 15, 20,000 people anymore. A lot of times I sing in front of 50. And I'm more, I'm more fulfilled doing that because I know this is where God wants me to be. Well, you shared uh, earlier, for those just tuning in, Michael was the lead singer of the group New Song for a time, uh, and including the Christmas Shoes. Joe, you, you have the Christmas Shoes handy just to play a few notes of it. Just to, <laughs> or, <laughs> I just want people to... Because, you know, not every, Don't I, do I, it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make them do it. Keep going, Joe. Keep going. Crank it up. <laughs> Get the dance remix going. <laughs> Get the Kleenex. So he's here. We go. All right. It was almost Christmas time. Joe, is this the point where you recognize it? I stood in another line, yeah. All right. Trying to buy that last yeah. Can you hear the song, Michael? I, I no, I can't. But it doesn't matter. I played it a thousand times. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so sir, I want to buy those shoes and all that. They're right my size. So uh, yeah. Uh, 
Sorry, do you have indigestion right now all of a sudden? No. By the way, London uh, just recently voted that's the saddest song in all of history. Who did? I I mean, London. Like the city of London? London, England. It is the number one song of all music in the world. That song was voted the saddest song of all time. (laughs) That's saying something. I I don't even know if that really. I, I, I have no idea if that's an honor. Or uh, I have no idea. <laughs> and coming from London, where it's cloudy all the time, right? That's at least that's the uh, exactly. That must really. I mean, that's and what? What Joe? Go ahead, Joe. Wants to, I produced How about Bobby Goldsboro. Remember that one? That'll Bob, bring tears. Bobby Goldsboro. Who's that? I don't remember. He, he was a, a country singer back in the eighties. I'm sorry, I forgot. I, I don't know that one. In the seventies. <laughs> yeah, Joe's got his own track going there. Well, when I, when, <laughs> so where are we? No, anyway. Well. <laughs> Now, another thought came to mind. Another reason London is sad because they they told all the Uber drivers they had to stop driving. I actually <laughs> I, I drove for Uber uh, and Lyft for about a year, nine months. Yeah, and I, there was a, there was a time where the the drivers were given thirty days notice, and they just said the city of London has decided we're not going to ha- allow driving anymore. I don't I don't know why. If it's the people didn't like the amount of cars flying around or whatever, but they you wow. know which there's forty thousand people. Who were you know, yeah. basically put out of work? Yet that's the way you're making your living, and you're told you're not allowed to do that here anymore. So anyway, yeah, that'd be hard. That, maybe that maybe they were sad from that, and then they voted on your song. <laughs> <laughs> Just a thought. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> well, you're. But in all seriousness, the the uh, the reason I wanted to bring this up and let people know if they're just tuning in is you mentioned after doing the Christmas shoes and a few years after that, and and just God dealing with you on a lot of levels. How you let that go, and I think it's fascinating because when when somebody has something big in their lives, maybe something they've worked to achieve or they've, they're very glad that they're doing this for a living, I love this job or something, and then it's gone um, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever reason, whether it's taken from you or you lay it down, it, right. it is a big difference. And uh, did you, was it hard for you to part ways or did you, did you feel comfortable like, you know what? As much as I, I have security in this, or I, I like doing this, going home, being with my wife, my son, coaching his baseball team, that's actually like just I, I'd be curious what the process was for you, if it was a tug of war with you and God, or if you saw it wisely and just said, this is what I should do. Well, have you ever known like God to take a carrot and dangle it in front of your your face, and then you start munching on that carrot before anything comes to pass? Yeah, and that yeah. really kind of was a situation. You know, I had this love song record that I've been working on, and Columbia Records and Warner Brothers, and you know, they were all very interested in the project. And I was thinking, well, you know, I, I can leave uh, that. I can make my own schedule. So that was a part of the process. And then when I, oh, I think you dropped. You still there? I think the phone dropped, Joe. How about we knock out a quick break? We'll grab Michael and hear what he had to say to finish because it was good. (laughs) All right, quick break. We'll come back with Michael O'Brien in just a second. Wrap up our chat with him. He's going to be on the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise that WFIL's parent company, Salem Media Group, is doing next summer, along with Alistair Begg from Truth For Life, who's coming up at 5, and also Laura Story, who's done songs like Mighty To Save. That's all happening next summer. We'll chat with Michael O'Brien today, former lead singer of New Song, solo artist as well. Back with him in just a second on AM560 WFIL, WFIL WFIL.com. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. 
Hey, I know that guy. 444 on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. And our guest knows how to play the crowd a little bit. You know, he's right in the middle of this key story and then fakes his phone dying out. So we have to wait through the break. Man. <laughs> so. Yeah, just a phone drop. I have no idea how that happened. Yeah. Well. Well, I think, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of obvious how it happens. <laughs> so Michael O'Brien, our guest, and uh, going to be with uh, the Deeper Faith Alaska cruise next next summer uh, with yeah. Alistair Begg and Laura Story. But you were sharing, I mean, my mind is so full. What were you saying? You, it was, uh, what was my question? Do you remember what you were saying? Yeah, that, that was the thing. I was on this something, and then I was like, I hope they remember where I left off, uh, where I dropped. <laughs> Joe, um, do you remember? We're all looking at each other like, where were we? Rewind the tape, Joe, real quick. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I think it was just the whole Nissan thing and, and me leaving, and I had no Yes, address. yes, it, yes. I was asking that you. That basically was the you know, once I left and once I, you know, everything kind of fell through with the record deal, uh, I realized God had a, a completely different plan. And uh, and then I've never looked back. I, I love the guys. I keep in touch with them. Um, but I've never gone. Wow! I wish I hadn't done that. Yeah, yeah. It was the letting go process. I was, I was asking about uh, because it yeah, that's a lot security, you know. Yeah, and or you mentioned never looking back, even the nostalgia of things. We had a gentleman on recently uh, who was on the board of Moody for twenty five years and on the faculty, I should say, and he wrote a book called "Practicing the Present: The Neglected Art of Living in the Now," and yeah. talked a lot about. Uh, I asked him, "Do you think that Christians uh, or people in general?" Uh, think they're living kind of in the moment, but they're really not. He says, I don't think people really think about it as much because a lot of times people spend a lot of time about the good old days and they're kind of still, that's where their mind resides or they're thinking a lot about the future. And um, mm -hmm. being in the moment is actually a pretty challenging thing to do because technically speaking, it's it's constantly changing every second. So yeah, or if exactly. you're a mathematician, it's happening even faster than that. Uh <laughs> But but that notion of you being able to just God in terms of trusting God through that process was was that something that you really had to learn to do or or was it more just yeah I think uh, the song "Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus" I could tell you right now that I'm I'm trying to get to the sweet part right now hmm. uh, it, it's uh, when when things don't go the way that you want them to go um, it can be a struggle and but you also have to know that God is sovereign and holy and perfect and just, and he knows what's best. And a lot of times when you submit yourself to the Holy Spirit, you know, he's going to, he may take you down a, a place that you don't want to go. And I've, I've definitely, uh, over the last 13 years, can tell you that it has not gone the way I planned. <laughs> and uh, it's not my will, it's thy will. And I've, I've learned, I'm learning that as well. Uh, and that's, I think that's just a, something that's, that's something you're going to learn for the rest of your life. It's, I don't think we arrive as Christians. I think we're always a work in progress. Of course, we're going to mature, and uh, which, you know, the Bible talks about us maturing in the Lord. My, my wife used to call me a grown-up baby man. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, a... that was a real good term for me, because I, I really was kind of just didn't want to grow up. And uh, when you become a man and you mature in the Lord, you know, the foolish things of the world are, you know, it's, it's time to put all that stuff aside and, and you know, you got to be a mentor. You got to be willing to be able to to pour into other people. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and I, I think also one reason I, I 
find it interesting to talk to anybody who has, uh, you know, in terms of de- it could be an athlete who's, uh, you know, played and had a famous couple of games or won a Super Bowl mm-hmm. or did something. And now yeah. know, life that that could be considered their defining thing and they could live there mm-hmm. or try to hold on to it or or live off it or something. And then there's the there's there is the reality of the fact that, you know, what whatever ramifications came, whether it's financial, whether it's fame or whether it's notoriety or a platform not to be not to be pushed down or something. But uh, right. but but the point about I guess what I'm, I'm struggling or not, what I wanted to kind of just throw out there with you was I think it's easy for anybody to equate. If something got big, or if their if their ministry, their church is growing, if they're a pastor, if things are getting bigger, if more people like it, mm-hmm. if something that that's something to be desired, to the point of where if it's going the other way, it's less desirable, or something's wrong, or something. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, maybe if you're preaching the right way, maybe your church will get a little smaller, a little leaner, or yeah, you know what I mean. For example, I agree. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, think about David too. When he started counting his people, that was that was not what the Lord wanted them to do, and uh, he a, lost a lot of people because of it. That is a we crazy story. Numbers. Yeah. Yeah. No. So go ahead. You. you uh, no. When you, yeah, when you start getting into numbers and start counting and start going, hey, uh, you know, a thousand people gave their, their heart to Christ, and uh, or even in praying, you know, hey, we had a thousand people praying. I mean, I, I don't think the Lord looks at it that way. I just don't. The, our ways are not His ways. Um, and, and that doesn't mean that having a thousand people praying is not a wonderful thing, but it doesn't, I don't think it makes it any more powerful than a humble heart praying before God to ask Him for, you know, to forgive Him. Um, I, I think that's just as powerful to God. Amen. Amen. Well, this is a nice uh, appetizer for next summer. Michael O'Brien coming yeah. up to be our guest today. Yeah. And, uh, just as Thanks a couple, for having me. Well, sure. The Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise is next summer. Alistair Begg coming up here in about 10 minutes. And then uh, Laura Story and, uh, and and Michael O'Brien is part of this cruise. And you have been on many cruises before, so you're a cruise vet. <laughs> I will tell you. I, I did say I haven't gotten out. I have gotten out. Just probably not as much as most people do. But, I, you know, when my family was with me a couple of times, so we, we got out and hiked and did a lot of fun stuff. And, and hi, will Heidi be on this one, do you think? Heidi is definitely going to be on it because, you know, because I told you Alistair's on it. So yes. she's a huge Alistair fan. Can you be a fan of a pastor? I, you know, I think you right? can. Do you, know Sarah, <laughs> do you know Sarah Groves? Of course I do. Okay. So my wife, I've been doing radio for 30 years, and my wife you know, is a very great support in many ways, a big blessing. And my, but most of the time I could say, hey, I had this person on today. It was you know, really fun. It's like, she's like, oh, it's good. Or she'll listen. Like she definitely supports, but she doesn't get like – Oh, that's great. You know, and but with Sarah Groves, she's like, I want to be Sarah's best friend. Like, you know, we've gotten to know them a little bit. They've done some concerts in the area and we've had a chance to just yeah. talk with them some and just really likes the music over the years. And so I've told Sarah that it's kind of a fun, you know, little thing. When you say that, is your your wife perked up when she's like, Alistair's going to be there. All right. Sign me oh, up. Absolutely. <laughs> Do yeah, you think you'll have a definitely. chance to share as a couple a little bit? Um, You know, sometimes Alistair gets. He's like off the cuff. He likes to, um, you know, do that kind of thing where he'll he'll interview. Uh, he did that when we were at their church last time. Okay. So it's a it's a big possibility that you'll hear from her. By the way, just a fun fact about Alaska. There are many that rolling around in my head, but it's illegal to whisper in someone's ear while they're moose hunting in Alaska. <laughs> so you write it down. Because the wow. last thing I want to see happen is you're there to sing, and, and the, the 
authorities have to put you in cuffs because you were wow. whispering in someone who was who in someone's ear. Have you ever played Balderdash? That, oh yes, oh yes. So that's that. That's like one of those rules. It's on the books. It's a crazy rule, but it's actually on the books. It, you know, they're never going to enforce it. But and, and one yeah, from speaking of mooses, yeah. <laughs> I was doing a concert one time in a lodge at the Focus on the Family. Yeah. And it was a it was a it was a date night for couples and above 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 me was a bunch of animal heads and one of them was a moose head. <laughs> and I was singing my love song to my wife called The One and Only. It's on my love song project. And I looked up because I don't look at people when I sing the song. And I looked up and the moose head opened its eyes and turned towards me and was doing all this stuff. Somebody was in the back with a mechanical thing, which tried to make me laugh during the song. So every time I think of a moose head, I think of that. That's hilarious. That was was for free, Tim. (laughs) That's a great story. That's great. (laughs) That's hilarious. Well, by the way, in your home state in Florida, I mean your former home state, one other one for you, it's illegal for unmarried women to parachute on Sundays. Just, I'm telling you, and they I know that Saturday. I know that because yeah, Saturday, Monday through Saturday, jump all you Till want. Eleven fifty nine p.m., but not on Sunday. Wow. Yeah, Joe Good got that know. for me. Our, our our hardest working producer in Philadelphia radio between four oh two and four fifty nine. That is good to know. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. All right, brother Tim. <laughs> Great talking with you. God bless you. All brother. right. We'll All take right. one quick break. Michael O'Brien been kind enough to spend a good chunk of the program with us today. We have a couple giveaways to hand out. In fact, as we go to break, let's do one right now. If you would like to win a uh, gift card to Rita's, give me a holler, 800-560-WFIL. 800-560-9345. We're thinking cold thoughts and the warmth and also the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise is what Michael O'Brien will be on. Next summer, Lord willing, along with Alistair Begg and Laura Story. So in keeping with the cold theme there, go ahead and give me a holler. I've got several of these Rita's gift cards to hand out, courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. 800-560-9345. 800-560-9345 to win right now at WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 457. Hello. Hi, Tim. It's Karen Lewis. Karen, you won yesterday. You can't win again. No, I didn't call yesterday. I wasn't able to listen to your show yesterday. Last week. There are a number of us out there. Last week. Did you win last week, Karen? No, I haven't. I, I, I Karen, did send you. Karen. 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 All right, fine. But I don't, I don't necessarily have to win. I just want to tell you that the Alaska cruise is wonderful. We went many years ago with Chuck Swindoll's ministry. Okay. And Sarah Groves was the singer on our cruise. I had never heard her before. Wow. And it was just so wonderful. Her little son, who's probably a teenager now, introduced her. They just took it's him to college. They just took him to college three weeks ago. That tells you something. Karen, that's a great word, and you do win. Hang on one second. All right, congratulations. We have time to sneak in one more call if you want to win a Reader's gift card, 800-560-WFIL. 
Uh, on a serious note tomorrow, but a good note, we're partnering with Save the Children this month to help children suffering from severe acute malnutrition, a very practical opportunity to be God's hands and feet. Scott Wilder with the ministry Save the Children will join us in studio tomorrow. We did this last fall, had a wonderful time of it and uh, being a blessing. So we're looking forward to doing it again tomorrow. Get yourselves ready for that. And in the meantime, uh, you can find out more about that at WFIL.com. Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries, leads in prayer next. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.